number 10.
So, uh, yeah, welcome. Uh, that was Colt's Blood with Mortal Wound. Um, that's actually Pete's 10th uh, favourite track of the year. Is that right? Yeah, that's it. That is. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we've already done the uh, top 10 tracks for me, but now we're on to Pete's um, No Less Interesting. Um, he's got loads of uh, really interesting artists here. So, just a bit, I think, to start off with. Um, why did you pick that one? Like, um, I think well, I reviewed it uh, earlier in the year. Loved it. It's, it's a. Uh, I'm not the biggest Funeral Doom fan in the world, but I think they, they're a great band from Liverpool. I've always followed them, and they've always done good, good stuff. But this album takes them to a new level. Um, I bought it on tape because I don't know if you've seen the tape, but it comes in a really cool packaging. Oh, no. um, and you got uh, Nag Champa with it, and it came in this uh, with the, a patch oh, wow. and everything. And my iPad broke down in, I think in about um, iPod, I should say, in yeah. autumn. And I just had my cassette player, my Walkman, and I was playing it on the way to work. And this, I just and had this tape. School. Yeah, <laughs> and like the leaves were falling, a funeral <laughs> doom. It just took on a whole new life. And yeah. I've loved it, you know, even more so ever since then. Yeah. I mean, tapes obviously have made a big comeback, but I guess the way you package them is quite interesting. Yeah, and it's, I mean, they're, they're kind of they're a novelty thing. and but. There's, there's something because you you know in that it, with my iPod I'll put you know you played one song from another band you shift to another you, with the, with the tape you press play and you you can't be messing around you know fast forwarding on when you're walking to work particularly so you kind of list to it all which is great for yeah. like the long funeral doom you know atmospheres yeah. you get and that really came across and you know you can hear it in the track I imagine like. Um as the weather's turned really like gloomy as well, it's kind of good for walk. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a there's like a little path on my way to work, and there's, it's um it's like a, it's a, even though we're in the middle of the city, it's it's like a countryside path mm. with um and the sort of like the birds just fly out who went from you know from your foot as you're walking along, so yeah. like that with the you know really create this grand uh, vision yeah. and that stayed with me. But sort of listen to it sort of consistently over here. Really, I think you can like like music can really sort of transform. Yeah. A really boring commute to work. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think I've always kind of that's that's I think my prime listening time is my favourite sort of time. You know, yeah. if I ever get offered a lift to work, I refuse it because that's like my more. You know, it's my yeah, time yeah. to listen. Your really. time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, brilliant track, and yeah. sort of, I think sort of the band only going to get better from mm. that. I'm yet to see them. Have you seen them? Before? No, I haven't. I don't yeah. know how. It seems to have slipped me back. I'm sure they've played Sheffield a few times, but yeah, yeah I've never managed to actually catch them, but, yeah. but I hear they're amazing, obviously. Mm. Um, just going back to what you were saying about the tape, um, I think there was a black, I can't remember, I'll have to look it up, but there's a black metal band who packaged their tape in a plastic bag full of dirt, <laughs> so I don't know whether you were actually meant to play the tape or whether it would just kind of ruin your stereo <laughs> purpose. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, um, it's ambitious, I guess. And it's it, I've remembered it, even though I don't know the band. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's there somewhere. Yeah. No, no, it's pretty cool. It's in a, it's uh, wrapped in a in a cloth, um, yeah. and there is uh, the incense uh, tri- pyramid yeah, pyramids, and uh, uh, so the whole the tape itself smells of the uh, of the incense, um, right, and okay. you get a pack, you know cosmetic yeah. packs with it. It's pretty cool. That's interesting. Uh, I think suggesting I, things to the listeners yes. before they even yeah. put it on. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're going to go and listen to our next track. So, um, you tell me which one this is. Uh, Direwolves. So, oh yeah, yeah. Someone to talk about it. Or yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, I think they're a French screamo band on Throat Ruiner. Um, Throat Ruiner, one of those labels who 
no matter what they put out, no matter what style it is, you know it's going to be good. And yeah. It's, I mean, I listen to so much sort of French, sort of particularly extreme sort of like um, the extreme black metal type stuff, yeah. the experimental stuff. But I mean, not that Diables are that they're more of a screamo band, but because they're on that label, you can trust them. They're one of those like whatever it puts out, you listen mm. to. And I don't listen to much screamer, but typically if I do, it's something that's come off throat with me, something that's French, um, yeah. like Birds in Row last year. But, oh yeah, um, fantastic. But this one, yeah, the whole album, the kind of EP album, is, is excellent. It's just sort of whizzes by, but it's just sort of fantastic, uplifting. And, mm. um, yeah, really good, really good. So um, can you compare them to any other bands, of it, what they sound like? I think, you know, I think it's out of my realms of comfort, I'd say, so not really, other than, say, Birds in Road. Um, this I don't listen much to this type of music because when, whenever I do, it's not of this to to me. It's not. It's not. Normally, it's not my kind of extreme mm. sort of black metal or doom or um, or death metal I listen to. But it's just it, it breaks. It's that good. It breaks through that. So mm. I'd say kind of give it a chance if it, if this isn't your normal type of thing. But um, the quality is there. Cool. Number nine. Diables with Unpoisoned, piece number nine. So um, we're going to go and talk about number eight, which is Suffering Hour, I believe. I don't know much about this band. Do you? Uh, no, but we got them through for review. Um, I've been listening to like a lot, a lot more black and death metal this year than yeah, I've ever done. Really, kind of after, thing, hasn't it, this year? after 
20 years of Doom and Stoner exclusively. Um, it's really, you know, and I think it's the, the real kind of more extreme end, although experimental end where possible, you know, the weirder stuff and the, yeah. the, the kind of really um, in-your-face stuff. This one, you know, it's just, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's completely weird or anything like that, it's pretty straight up, but it's, just, it's the ending in particular, when you get to the kind of, we get about four minutes in, it's just pretty hard not to just get carried away and <laughs> thrash around too a That's bit. That's good. Yeah, um, like I said, I mean, other than, other than the fact that the album's great, I, I, I don't I don't know much about them at all, really. Mm. Um, I think even when reviewing them, there wasn't this, uh, I didn't find too much out of them, but there it is. It, it, you know. They're sometimes the best, though, aren't they? I think yeah. we, we get sent quite a lot of reviews, um, well, review material, I guess, through, mm. the, through the email, and um, the quality, I think, in the last three or four years has gone up massively. We used to get sent dozens and dozens of CDs yeah. in the place. We used to have actually, we used to actually sort of like go around your house and have almost like listening parties like yeah. for, the, for the whole yeah, day. Yeah. Just going, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. give that to Mike, it's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I quite miss those days because it was, you know, we might have a few people around, have a few beers and everything, but I think these days um, it's so easy to just dismiss things. Mm -hmm. um, by name, or, or you know, if you get an email through and it says like, you know, another black metal classic, you think, sure. like, is it, or yeah. is it just, you know, it could yes. be a bedroom sort yeah. of thing, or it could be and you, the I best mean, thing you've never yeah, heard. And so. because of the volume we get, we, we just have to sit there and you, you know, you have to give, if especially unknown bands, you just have to give them a few seconds chance. And if it doesn't sound, you know, up to, if it doesn't sound like something you want to spend your time reviewing, you know, and that mm. the other negative impact that has is that. Whereas before you tend to review everything, if we got sent CDs, you know, in the early days we got sent a CD, we reviewed it, no matter mm. the quality, and you didn't review it bad. Yeah. It's hard not to pick and choose the better stuff or, or the most interesting stuff because you've only got, you, there's no way we can review everything, you've only got so much time. So, yeah. uh, and, but you don't want to just review positively all the way through because there's no context for that. However, you know, I think there is still opportunity for, you know, for kind of whether, you know, reviewing the, the lesser known stuff. I think we kind of definitely go for that. Uh, and sort of the negative stuff if, if there's context to do so. And then this, what, you know, the, the, my favourites are things like this where you figure you've never heard the band, you listen to yeah. it and instantly love it. And instantly it's in your top 10 songs of the year. Yeah. Um, of which I think most of the, you know, I think a lot of this list are the same. You know, there's not many definitely. name. you know, there's only a handful of bands who I could have predicted would have been here before. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's interesting about our list as well, because often, often I'll sort of reach the end of the year and think, right, what did I listen to? What's what's really sort of stuck with me? Yeah. And then I'll read yours and I'll, I've heard like literally half. Yeah. And, you know, the other half will be completely new to me. And it's, yeah. It's really interesting. I, I'm thinking of the same probably with Yes, mine. yeah. Um, well, you've got me into Richard Dawson. Yeah, Richard Dawson. I never thought would happen. So. Yeah. yeah, but as a, you know, as a on the back of your top ten, I think that, that's exactly. where that's come from. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like, like say that moment sometimes when you put a CD on or a, or a release that you've been sent on mm. email or whatever, and it just clicks and you're like, where has this band been all my life? Yes. Sort of thing. Yeah. In particular, I think Aranci Pazuzu was mine <laughs> yeah. last year, um, simply because I'd never heard of them and I thought that's a strange name. Put the CD in, drove to London. And I don't think it left. I think it just went on a loop. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it yes. just really struck me. That's definitely the best thing. As daft as it, if nobody read our articles, if nobody listened <laughs> to the podcast, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd still think I'd continue because it, it it gives me the opportunity to hear things which I wouldn't necessarily find myself yeah. you know, directly. And, and that's you know it, it's it's fantastic. And it, 
you get these whole new bands kind of you know and you jump and you listen to it you know 10 o'clock at night because you're trying to review something and all of a sudden amazed by this mm. whole new band that's you know th- that excitement will never leave I think. definitely uh, so yeah I think we might have got a bit um, sidetracked there but um, this is uh, Suffering Hour and the track is uh, Devouring Shapeless Void Grim Number 8 
Okay, so that was uh, Suffering Hour. We've got quite a lot of uh, tracks to get through, so I guess um, we'll just keep talking about them. Um, this uh, this band's called American. Um, so, yeah, what sort of hit you about this track? Um, I don't, well, I, I suppose it's uh, from the label, and I was talking about Throat Rooming before, I think one of the other ones. I, I, I suppose I think I've, I've got three in my head, which are... Uh, throat were in a holy roll and yeah. um, sentient ruin who mm. everything they put out is just you know it, it kind of yeah. ends up on my playlist trusted label yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're amazing um, and they put out a load of really kind of dark and oppressive um, kind of mix between doom and black and death stuff this mm. year and picking something you know I had to pick something from there this year from out of all the stuff they put out and it could have been friendship, that you know, um, unyielding love. They put out their album, although that was probably from last year, uh, two thousand sixteen. Uh, Calc, uh, Ver- Vermin Womb, Hell. There's loads of really good stuff, but I picked this one. Um, I suppose it, it covers a couple of other bases as well, which is the album itself is actually quite is is very dark and very uh, heavy in your face. This track is probably the lightest of that, but. Something clicks with it, and I'm not sure what it is. It's, yeah. it's probably got a bit of post black metal in there. It's got, it's got this weird kind of feel of, um, of light in it. I, I, you know, dis, despite it being kind of black metal's bass, it's, it's kind of that weird sort of feeling of hope and aspiration in it. I'm mm. not, I don't quite, you don't quite see it in black yeah, metal very often. Yeah, yeah. no, but you, you've started to see it. I'm not too bothered about bands like Death Heaven and ones like that, but the ones who kind of more who. We're on the heavier end, but kind of somehow bring in that, mm. um, with that whether it's a sort of a post metal outlook or whether it's a just a sort of not necessarily total negativity all the time. Yeah. This sort of encapsulates that, even though it's not necessarily representative of the rest of the album or yeah. uh, Sentient Women as a, as a label. Okay. Um, just something about this track. Click. Do you think um, bands like Wolves in the Throne have had an influence on some of these bands? Because their latest one in particular has got quite a lot of. Um, ambient passages in it and obviously they did ambient sort of um, like reimagining of um, one of their earlier albums I think and it was all keyboards and sounds a little bit like Enya yeah <laughs> in a good I way think so. I think so yeah I think whether they still continue to do that I'm not sure I think they definitely opened the doors to it in the first place so mm. um, you know some of these but I'm not saying Wolves are one of these bands but some of them lose themselves to it a bit you know especially for my taste you know they, yeah. they kind of I don't want to say disappear with the run house, but the, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, It'd be a bit self indulgent. Yeah, uh, you know, post metal I think can go that way as well. Mm. I think the ones where it's it's enabled bands to not just be straight up black metal or or whatever it is, mm. and but have brought in the slight influence. That's where I think, that, for me personally, for my taste, that's where it's had an effect to kind of broaden the horizons of this band and, and break down yeah. the kind of the uh, boundaries between genres. Um, and yeah, and it's sort of open it up to sort of a whole new sound. Yeah, I think um, it's quite interesting. I mean, just taking a point, like last night I went to see Unyielding Love, Dawn Raid, and a few others. Mm. Um, Groke are a fantastic example of that. Like on the bill, they're sort of described as a, a sludge band. Like I think yeah. uh, Balti or whoever was putting on the gig had described them as one of the UK's best sludge bands. Mm. And I'd agree, they're, they're one of the UK's best bands at the moment. Mm-hmm. But the amount of blast beats they had in their songs, yeah. the amount of grind influence in there, yeah. considering they are supposed to be a sludge band. I mean, they, obviously they do have the monkey sort of riffs in there. They have the, you know, the screaming and the the sort of slow paced sort of chuggy stuff. But yeah. 
the sheer amount of hardcore and grind in there as well mm. is amazing. Yeah. So it's almost like barriers and genres don't really kind of exist anymore no. within metal. And that, that's what you know. It's got O'Neill and Love, especially you know, yeah. Thin, so yeah. Yeah. they played as well. Jealous yeah. of, um, they're you know stuff like that. It's, it's, it's so impressive. That's kind of where. I look for my, you know, that's my yeah. latest fix with that type of sound. And like I say, you know, I can take it back to Sentium again, I, I mm. consistently find that type of thing there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, it, it's exciting. It's an exciting yeah. sound to listen to it, the more exciting, you know, because you know there's more to come and there's always going to be something which is just mm. going to absolutely, you know, nail it and, and make you stick your hand in the air and enjoy it, how ugly it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's enjoy how ugly this is. This American and a track's called uh, Bedsheet Osu. Nice. that was um, American um, and uh, so talking of uh, things that sort of are named after places uh, this next one um, they're actually named after a village if you know that yeah. no. there's a little place called Lower Slaughter right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they um, yeah they took their name from a village I mean obviously where is it that's one of the best ones I th- oh, that's a good one geography question um, I think it's in Surrey I'm not sure 
I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere down south anyway, because um, I think they're from that area, aren't they? Yeah, uh, near Reading. Scottish, isn't they? Yeah, well, yeah. Scottish, yeah. Isn't yeah. Um, so I understand this is on uh, Box Records, but uh, how did you hear of this? Uh, we got it for review. They're, they're, it's another one where it's not my style of music at all. But yeah, I was quite surprised to see it's on. Yes, uh, um, I think I had to add a bit of light into the into my top <laughs> ten. But I, I, you know, I love it. I think there's same bands like this live. I, I think there's always a thrill, no matter you know. But I've never really listened to my record. There's, there's a lot of bands. I think of a similar ilk in Sheffield, bands like Community or Netex, and other, yeah. you know, really good and amazing to see live. But then, I just they're just not for me to listen to on records. I said, oh, I'm on my iPod or anything like that. But Lower Slaughter, that was different. Uh, we reviewed it. The whole album is, is amazing, and actually, I struggled to pick one from it. I, you know, it's, it, I could have picked many from it. Mm. it it's just um, the, there's something about it. I, I can't really put my finger on why why it sticks. It's, they've got a bit of a heaviness about it which I suppose is what appeals to me there's a kind of, even like a, a, a nod a stone of riff in there almost yeah. although I might be stretching it just to kind of make an excuse just to get in my heavy list but mm. yeah fantastic and then you know another band I haven't seen live but you know if I get the chance this year I'm definitely I've heard try. really good things about them I yes. think they play super normal most years um, right and I think they're friends with working man noise unit who we're big fans oh, of oh yeah 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 um but yeah, they, they they sort of remind me of like a lot of bands that were on like Gringo Records or um, Johnson Family Records. Um, I think um, the band Charlotte Field kind of jumps out at me with these guys, um, sort of a bit angular, a bit weird, mm-hmm. um, but like really listenable Alive, stuff. You know, yeah. really kind of... It almost sounds like it's recorded live. Yeah, like it's, it's got that energy to it, hasn't yeah, it? So yeah, spirit. It's really interesting. Um, so yeah, this song's called Bone Mill, I believe. Yep. Enjoy. Number six.
Okay, that was a fantastic blower slaughter. This next band's called? ADCX. Fantastic, yeah. They're like, um, you you sort of reviewed this earlier in the year yeah. and um, I gave it a listen. And again, like you're talking about a walk, I walked from the top of the hill in Lincoln yeah. all the way down to town. Um, you get a view across Lincoln and it was just like an autumn day and the sun was like heavy in the sky sort of thing. Yeah. And it was perfect. Yeah. It's it's proggy. It's really strange. It is. Um, and I think they've done really well with it. I think this yeah. year. I think it, 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 I'm kind of stating what I said in the review, really. But what's strange about it is the tracks themselves aren't particularly weird, but it jumps from style to style, That's song it, yeah. to song. Um, so you've got um, you've got black melody bits. You've got post rock bits. Um, there's this synth track, um, and then this track, which is a space rock track uh, pure mm. space rock it's, it's got you know your obligatory NASA sampling well it's sci-fi slash mm. sci-fi kind of, um, sampling at the start but um, and then you know the, you kind of proper out there stoner space rock um, I think it, it, I kind of love that music that type of music it's very specific um, <laughs> it has to have your little sampling in it it's got your, you know your big vast um, it's you know somewhere between post rock and stone rock, but this is you know this is brilliant. I, I, I listened to a lot of um, Venom and Sabathia this year, yeah. who I think I've probably got to apologise for not being on this list because mm. I think they're one of their albums in the top three of the year. Their set in Sheffield this year when they toured the UK was easily my favourite gig yeah, of the year. One of my favourite gig, you know, for a long time. They're yeah. amazing, um, but I felt I could only have one space rock track in my top ten without sounding like. You I'm know, sure we'll play some bit of Sabbath in the podcast because it's just yeah, it's almost a yeah. bit too really. Um, so yeah, with apologies to them, I could only have one, and this one just this you know I think at least this isn't 15 minutes long either. Who tells with you know I thought you might appreciate with the podcast. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, they came out of nowhere, really. Came, I think, the, from London. They're, um, the whole album is worth hearing you know, the album, but this, this yeah. on, on its own is, a, is, is really great. I think that's a key um, to sort of like knowing the quality of the band. Like, if the album works as a really, really big, cohesive whole, but yeah. then you can actually take tracks out and still enjoy them, I think that's really good. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. Have you seen the packaging for the um, vinyl for this? I, I've got it. Have yes. you? Yeah, it's yes. fantastic. It looks amazing, doesn't it? It's yeah. almost like a... And they've got a whole backstory surrounding yeah. it, and um, they do all like they have their own artwork for gig posters, even if they're not putting the gigs on. They do, they do you know, they're fully wrapped up in this um, story behind it all. Yeah, I think... Um, that kind of thing's becoming a bit more popular, isn't it? You know, almost like bands doing their own personal branding in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, sometimes it looks a bit sort of forced, but yeah. I think these guys have got it right. They're yeah, but I think they've got they've got this vision in the head. Whether you know, and they might, you know, I think this is their first album. And, you know, it's it's kind of one of my favourite of the year. Um, so that that you know, it shows they're, they're coming jumping in early on, but they've they've got ambition and which is great. And you kind of want to see them. They might take a few wrong steps. It might be it might appear a bit um, overly grand, or you know. But yeah. I'd rather a band be ambitious and go for it than exactly. doing the opposite. I always think it's interesting when a band like uh, who are not established at all just come out and they they do everything properly. They do everything kind of with a, a lot of enthusiasm. You know, yeah. some bands start off a bit tensively. They might release a few demos. They yeah. might play live a few times. But if you've got a sort of an idea of what you want to do straight away, mm. like this, you know, it's great. I mean, this band have really blown me and you away this mm-hmm. year. I think. Yeah. So yeah, shall we listen to it? Um, the track's called uh, Project Two Four Two.
number
Okay, that was uh, a day called X, as they're sometimes called. Um, so yeah, the next track is actually by Ufa Mumut. Um Apologies if that's not the correct uh, pronunciation. Um, I think that's right. The uh, DVD, I think, says that. So we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, obviously really prolific band. Um, yeah. They've been going for absolutely ages. Their artwork's always amazing. Their songs go on forever, it seems. But mm. never boring, just like really interesting. Yeah. Um, I think we both saw them at Damnation. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Sixteen, yeah, yes. fantastic. And obviously, you you picked a track off uh, the latest album. Yeah, I think that kind of back up what you were saying that they've always been great, and you know, they're obviously the link with the Malleus Art Group. I've got kind of Malleus pictures of my bed. Mm, yeah. um, I've got you know, I've you know been listening for years. We've seen them you know a few times. Um, just one of them kind of kind of special bands. There's something about this album this year which I think, they, they, I think they weren't the only ones. They, they, Going back to basics it doesn't really tell the story, but you know you were saying long tracks. They weren't this time round. I mean, they're still kind of mm. eight minutes long, but they weren't the big twenty minutes, you know, yeah. psych kind yeah. of dropout type things. They were, um, and then they weren't the only ones. I think I was thinking about this. These bands like um, Full of Hell, or even maybe Converge, where they, again, back to basics. They've kind of just decided to write great songs, you know, and. We found that did this this year, and, and all with success. I think there mm. might be a few grumbles from some places, but um, with all of those bands, in terms of you know playing it safe, but I, I don't think that that'd be a fair um, assessment. Mm. This, you know, it, it was it was great to hear kind of, uh, you know, I think I think it's eight nine tracks song uh, album um, of just sort of really good songs, and they, this song in particular is just sort of really great psyche stone and rock stoke, you know, slash doom. The um, if if you hear it, the, it starts off with you know it's great. These I, I, I think the reason I picked this track in particular is the the weird kind of noises that go on in the background when you hear it. There's when it begins, it sounds like otherworldly, like alien, like noises. But the kind of the the sight drags you in, and you're there, and you kind of really sort of if you've got it on headphones, you can get really lost mm. in it. And and the set, you know, the best ones I, I kind of when I first heard it, and when I was thinking about it. It's kind of you think, oh, the, the, at the end it's more like bird song, you know, and it, and when if you actually listen, you know, the noises that go on, when you actually listen, it's the same songs at the start, but because you're, so, you're you're familiar with it, it's no longer alien sound. It's a, yeah, and it's this kind of you know you're really wrapped up in it, uh, yeah. which I might be getting a bit lyrical with it, but I think you know that's that's the kind of thing. I think it's particularly sight can do to you can really kind of lose yourself to and start imagining. Definitely, you I mean, know, if it's not doing that, then it's, it's failing somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yes. Um, that's how I describe it as well, really. Um, you know, you, when you feel like you're going on some sort of journey, I think uh, this band in particular are really good at sort of um, filling your headspace with imagery and mm-hmm. you know, you know, really transforming where you are in that moment. It's, it, they're really quite special. Um, I don't know if you've watched the DVD. I don't know if I've, no, uh, I know, no, I was going to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got the DVD. Yes. Uh, we got sent it a while ago, and it's it's absolutely amazing. It's just um, the history of the band is quite interesting, but the fact that they're just three guys who love playing together, like um, I think they're they're one of those kind of sickening bands where you kind of you wonder if anything they've ever done is bad because they're just yeah so talented and um, they come together so well. Um, yeah, this um, obviously is, is it their eighth album? They've called it eight, yeah. but um, yeah, it is. Yeah, so I mean, are they planning to do sort of more of the same, or are they doing some more concept albums? I don't know. I mean, either way, things? you know, they can go either way, and it and it's fine. And then, you know, whichever you know, whatever they turn hand at, it's always 
it's always interesting yeah definitely cool shall we listen to this it's called uh, Circle
Okay, so that was Offer uh, Mammut um, with Circle, and that's off the album Eight. This next band, um, I'm really pleased to see on the list, actually. We actually played with these, uh, my band Temple Steps uh, played with these about a year ago in Scunthorpe, of all places. Um, and it was a really kind of sparsely attended gig. don't know if I told you about this before, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> They um, they obviously, are, if you've never seen this band, they, their gimmick is that they wear corpse paint and Hawaiian shirts at the same time. And at the time, Temple Steps were um, selling white t-shirts, um, so we just gave them one, and um, we'd seen that they'd been tie-dyeing other bands' merchandise, so we were like, right, we've got white shirts, you need to do this. And then, lo and behold, like a few weeks later, we got a, a picture on um, Facebook, I think, um, and they'd done it, it looked amazing, absolutely amazing. So hopefully they'll be wearing that on stage at some point, um, doing a bit of free advertising for us. But yeah, th- their music is, is as good as their silly image. I mean, um, this gig was pretty um, quiet, and mm-hmm. I think the overall kind of tone of the gig was quite sort of down. Um, as soon as they came on, it just kind of, you know, cheered everyone up. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just wanna, silly yeah. kind of stoner rock, but yeah. just so good as well. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, they're, they're definitely uplifting. And yeah. I think you know <laughs> across some of the reviews I've done this year, I've been pretty harsh on um, Happy Doom or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, you know, I've done some negative reviews of sort of British bands that do similar things. Um, but I think sort of Bad Cruise to show that it can be done right. It's not mm. just I don't like this. It's you know, it can be done. You know, I think them and maybe grown I suppose are the only bands I've ever thought with and not that they sound alike but you know so it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom in doom um, and this track in particular is just you know I think it's just to the point heavy as anything and that's the you know the skate still like riffs mm. which you know which <laughs> that's all you need to say and it, it, it does what it you know it does what it does yeah. it's um, I think there's, there's been tracks and you know and I think I look back over my other there's always a track like this that sort of grabs me over here with it. it's like and it was a uh, Meadows one year uh, I can't remember who it was last year but there's always something which is just straight to the like, limb I think we're on there as well where, where yeah. it's just straight to the point you know no messing around not kind of it doesn't have to be experimental doesn't mm. have to be psychedelic doesn't have to be you know oppressive it's just you know riffs and heaviness and fun and this is you know and this is perfect for that yeah. and I'd love to see I, again it's another band I haven't seen life which mm. is you know, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Like, yes, I think they they are pretty busy as well. They get around quite a lot. Yeah, so. I think they've got a new album coming out. I think I may be wrong in saying this, but I'm pretty sure they've been recording um, at the Crow's Nest Studio. So that's um, yeah, yeah that'll be really good. That, that you know, I think that's that's one of those albums we you know, really mm-hmm. look forward to in 2018. Mm. Okay, you mentioned a band there actually that is, I've, I've just completely forgotten about Lim. Yeah, really good. What happened to them? Like, uh, I think it's still going. Are they? Right. Yeah, okay. and they just, I've just not know, heard of them for ages. They've been, I think, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't. You know, I can't remember. It's one to look into, I guess. Yeah. It's like um, they released quite a few things all at once, and they. Mm. We saw them quite a few times. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they're just kind of one of those bands that just dropped off the radar a little bit, but yeah. Um, anyway, we're getting off track. Um, this is um, Chubby Thunderous Bad Kush Masters with Don Kirk. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, the next band um, we're going to be talking about is called Tetragrammaside, um, and this band's album title and the song titles are absolutely ridiculous. Like, um, you know, I'm all for obtuse um, <laughs> difficulties, you know. Um, I've been in bands where we only sing about the, the county of Lincolnshire. I've been in bands where I've talked about Duncan Bannatyne and all sorts, but this takes it to another level. It's almost like um, chapters in a really complicated book. Um, this song is called Pete uh, will back me up this is called Radicalised Matric Evader Operation Militarised Cosmogrids Destabilisation um, quite what that means I'm not sure it's kind of like a I don't know it's like science fiction or what I think it's a, a thesaurus yeah it's a thesaurus <laughs> yeah. Um, explosion isn't it uh, a sci-fi thesaurus uh, made up words yeah yeah and it's off the album. Um, I can't remember what the album's called. It's something uh, crazy as well, isn't it? Primal Incinerators of Moral Matrix. Yeah, so um, it's one to buy your nan uh, for next Christmas, maybe. Um, it's quite interesting. But yeah, this is a, this is impressive stuff, isn't it? Yeah. I, I listen to this. It's, it's crazy. And brilliant. You know, I think this is... I listen to this so much, and this is where... You know, I think this is what I was saying before. This is where <laughs> this amalgamation of absolutely everything, but it's like, you know, it's black and death and doom and sludge and mm. just chucking it in at the same time and playing it over the top of each other and just incredibly insane I mean they're kind of mishmash of stars yeah this this band that's from India I don't know much else about them in fact Mm. you know from India they are it's it's just so it's so intense Um, this track in particular well all of them really you listen to the whole album it's just it's Mm. like this all the way through there's a the drumming is just unbelievable Uh, I think there's a bit I can't remember how far through it maybe three four minutes through where it just it, it kicks in again and actually increases in, you know, like the, the drumming just goes, and it just, it's just intense. I've yeah. said intense many times, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the only word to say really. Mm. This is, you know, there's, there are bands out there like this now, and this is, again, it's where this is going. It's where, you know, you can just keep pushing it to the extreme, extreme, and it's sort of, it's rendering sort of, you know, death metal or of, of um, you know, sort of plain variety to be pretty. Soft in comparison, I'd say. Almost it? boring. Oh, yes. yeah, it's, yeah, it's making things a lot and more you interesting. Kinda, you know, it make, yeah, it, it yeah. just, it, it doesn't, you know, things don't have to be this kind of extreme, but it just pushes things out mm. there. Really, you know, and it's just vital. I absolutely adore it. You know, like for all that, I'm not just liking it for the <laughs> extremity or anything. Like mm. it. it just feels, you know, th- there's little else I've uh, listed that I've liked. Well, it's, you know, it's second in my it list this like year, this. really. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing sounds like it, and nothing sounds, nothing is as invigorating, I'd say. Number
So that was insane. The next song we're going to talk about is uh, by a band called Satan, uh, and this is, I guess, this is your track of the year. Yes, um, for 2017. Yes, which is a bit weird, really, because it's this, you know, it, it's just a, a rabid, you know, punk song that lasts uh, a, a minute, not a minute and a half. Mm. When I kind of when I was listing, you know, choosing my top ten, when I was putting them in order, I had to think, you know, you've got to think not just sort of. You know, you don't want to cover bases, you want to think what have I listed to the most? And the album by Satan is the one I've listed to the most. Mm. By, by, by. It's, mm. it's another one off Throat Runa. Um, it came out, you know, because it's on that label, because we got it for review. And I, I stuck it on my head, I stuck it onto my iPod and decided to listen to it. And I was listening to it on the way to work or um, between sort of sites or at work. And it last the whole album lasts 17 minutes, it's 10, 10 songs long, short and sweet. And the first time through, I was like, what? what we just heard you know you think and stick it on again and then sort of a week later I've just had it on loop constantly mm. Um, mm. this song in particular the drumming on it is, is insane it just sounds like some a load of sort of crazed Frenchmen just playing punk with kind of slight crust or black metal or doom influences but yeah. just sort of 
just going at it, just yeah. hitting their instruments loud, and it just sounds absolutely, I think, absolutely um, rabid. Yeah, <laughs> that's what to describe. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, um, and I loved it, and, and you can't kind of deny. It. You look back at it and you think, "What the list of most is this by far?" Yeah, I, I think that's telling, isn't it? If you've completely like invested a lot of time into it through the year, yes. it's only seventeen minutes. Yeah. That says a lot for it, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I have no idea what he's saying. You know, yeah. speaking in French. I mean, I don't hear vocals much anyway, but he's speaking in French. It's, yeah. It's just that they just. But yeah, it's just. This is the track that. Uh, it, uh, it's the best on the album, yeah. yeah. Is, Excellent. Let's have a listen. It's called Total Eclipse. Number one! <laughs> So that was um, Pete's top ten tracks of the year, ending with uh, Satan and Total Eclipse. We're going to um, plan um, quite a long podcast, I imagine it's going to be, and probably going to play some tracks from bands that we've enjoyed over the years. But yeah. obviously Nine Hertz has been going nearly 15, 16 years. And, yeah, there's a lot of history there. Um, it started off um, as a meeting in a pub, mm-hmm. uh, Dove and Rainbow, I believe, in Sheffield. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stories to tell. So I think we're going to come together and do a, a podcast soon, just sort of maybe play some songs as as it goes through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, the countless people involved, <laughs> countless friendships we've made over the years and things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, if you like what you heard today, then um, stick around. We've got uh, plenty of guests coming up. Uh, I think one of them is going to be Steph from Baal. Uh, that's one of the first ones we're going to be recording. Um, I'm also going to be speaking to a newly reformed Nasian. Uh, those of you in Sheffield might remember them from a few years ago. Um, they're getting together um, and recording again. Um, so that should be interesting. I'm going out to their practice room to talk to them. Um, if you want to be involved, then just get in touch. Editor at 9hertz.co.uk. You can um, flag it up for me or Pete. The uh, tracks you can hear on the bed today uh, are actually all by a band called Hey Colossus, um, very sort of close to Nine Hertz Heart. They were in order, which find a general hospital, how to tell the time with Jesus, and wait your turn. They're all on the compilation album dedicated to Yuri Klangers, 2003 to 2013. Um, I think that's long sold out, but you can still listen to it on the Hey Colossus Bandcamp. Um, hey Colossus are obviously like one of those bands that we will always feature uh, really interesting and no doubt we'll have one of them on soon to talk through 
either their back catalogue, which is huge, or uh, to talk about what they're doing in the future. Um, they're a really interesting band. They've always got interesting things to listen to as well, so we're looking forward to that. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.